Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the perspective. perspective. Hi, I'm Alexis. And I'm Loretta. And on this week, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic. Can you guess what it is? Mm, TikTok? Close. Um, food. Mm, not that close. Ooh. Tell me, what is it? Money. Yay. <laughs> I know it's your favorite topic oh, to yeah. talk about. Definitely <laughs> not. Okay, it might not be the most exciting <laughs> topic, but it is a very important topic to talk about. That is true. So let me ask you a question. Okay. So remember when you were little and you played with those toy cash registers yeah the barbie ones oh my goodness the barbie ones oh that sends me (laughs) (laughs) but i used to play with those and they would be the best things in the world i used to play with them yeah and then i became a real cashier oh god bless i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) well now you do <laughs> the definitions of dreams coming true, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Another example of childhood toys that can pertain to the real world is Monopoly. Ooh, yes. If you were either in the very competitive family mm-hmm. where or the competitive player in the family oh yeah where you were strict with the money and you were confiscating it from everyone trying to get yourself to be to have the most money or you were the one that just gave it to everyone which that's not fun if you really think about it because monopoly is supposed to be competitive in my opinion oh absolutely it's a board (laughs) game Every man for himself. (laughs) (laughs) I am no man. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Lord of the Rings coming out there a second. (laughs) I love it. Or I know every Christmas, my extended family and I, we play the game of life. Ooh. And there's nothing more satisfying than flipping those life tiles over and counting out how much, counting up how much money you got. Mm. however what true facts true facts yes absolutely wait until life actually hits you though yeah you won't be making that much (laughs) no (laughs) unless reality (laughs) reality check (laughs) unless you elon musk or something Mm. amen (laughs) anyways to bring everything back down to the perspective of today we're going to be discussing a secular worldview on money and compared to a biblical worldview and then we're gonna share some some tips and tricks not really just life advice more more so advice (laughs) we're still learning the tips and tricks ourselves so yeah we don't know too many (laughs) well i'll speak for myself on that i don't know too many i probably don't know too many either but you'll find out yes absolutely The first thing that I want to talk about is there is a worldview out there, just a secular worldview, that pretty much states that your stuff is your stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, 
I can understand that to a point. But the biblical side of me says absolutely not. (laughs) I hate to break it to y'all, but your stuff is not actually your stuff. And you're going to ask Alexis, how is that accurate? You know, I I worked hard for that money. I got a job. Mm -hmm. I saved up. I, you know, I spent bent it on clothes and my mom didn't have to take me back to school shopping yeah i did that myself my mom didn't have to do that for me well loretta guess what what that money those clothes the water you drink every single day is not yours (laughs) in fact it's jesus's Mm. everything that you own belongs to god that is true because guess what he provided you with that money Mm -hmm. he provided you with the clothes on your back and he provided the water that you drink today Mm -hmm. you know so in the grand scheme of things everything belongs to god therefore it's not yours (laughs) so And, you know, I just want to emphasize that you can't take physical things with you into heaven. Mm. Into the, after you're dead, you cannot take anything with you because it has no meaning after that. That is true. At least not, not the materialized. Yeah. Because the Bible does talk about our treasures will be stored in heaven. Mm -hmm. But most likely those treasures are not going to be material treasures that you bought with money. Yeah. So, you got to be aware of what treasures you think you're having right now. Exactly. Mm, that'll hit you. Mm. Is it worth to spend your time and money paying, paying for things that are unnecessary? I'm not saying that clothes are not necessary. I'm saying in an overabundance of being a shopaholic. Yes. 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 That's what I... <laughs> yes. Yes. Impulsive. Impulsive buying. That's not good. That's not good. But so are you going to spend time and money on doing that rather than spending time on yourself? Mm -hmm. Because the soul, your soul is what's going to be left of you. Yeah. And that's what matters. Mm -hmm. So are you going to spend your time shopping for things that you don't need? Are you going to spend time with Jesus to better your character? That is a good question that we need to ask ourselves every day. Yeah. That kind of went in very different directions, but... It, it's... it's We need to ask ourselves because sometimes we can go over the board with those impulsive buys or we can indulge too mm. much in ourselves. Rather, yeah. not, not saying that indulging or buying things for enjoyment mm-hmm. is wrong. Yeah. God doesn't want us to live boring, just... No. Gray lives there there's a reason why there's this thing called joy yeah and he gives it to us and there's a reason why there's laughter as well Mm. he gave us laughter so enjoyment is a part of that but we need to be careful about how much we buy Mm -hmm. and if it's because of indulgement or anything else yeah because money cannot buy you happiness that is true Don't be deceived by those who say you can. Because guess what? You can't. (laughs) Womp womp. 
I just want to point out two pieces of scripture for this section that um, that just goes along with our topic. In Galatians 6, 8, it says, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Hmm. All in all, you reap what you sow and you sow what you reap. Mm-hmm. You know, what you plant is what you're going to get out of it. And at the end of the day... That's between you and Jesus. Mm -hmm. But we're here to tell you today to be wise with what you sow. Yeah. It kind of also goes to show with this verse and what I was saying about indulgence. Sometimes that can be out of pride. So if you're sowing pride or some sort of insecurity that makes you want to just buy, 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 Mm -hmm. then you're going to reap debt or consequences Mm -hmm. that come from that yeah it's not gonna not just gonna be the temporary enjoyment it's gonna be lifelong sadness from debt (laughs) sadly depressing lots and lots of tears and i'm not talking about student loan debt i'm Mm -hmm. talking about the loan the debt that goes on top of that debt 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 we don't want to be in that category no (laughs) and like you can even further this with that second verse you're thinking of yeah yeah first timothy 6 10 uh for the for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils it is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs Hmm. that pride yeah that insecurity that whatever took root and caused this to happen yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's where your heart's at, mm-hmm. you know? Like we said in a previous podcast mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, feelings and yeah, pride. Yeah. Gotta be careful about what's rooted. Yeah. Where are you rooted? Mm. Where is your heart at? What are your goals? What's your motivation? Like your intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to get into the life application portion of it and i feel like everyone should everyone who is old enough to you know start earning money you know getting a job um saving for college or anyone who is old enough to do said things Mm -hmm. um i think we should be asking ourselves this question of how can i glorify god with my money Mm -hmm. and i think there are there are three things that we can that we can do to do just that, which is get it, guard it, and give it. Three G's. Not PG. Three but three G. G. <laughs> <laughs> yes, three G's. So for the first one of get it, you can save. The more you save now, you will then be able to enjoy the fruits of your labors later. Mm. Don't indulge. Don't overindulge. Mm-mm. You're going to regret it later. Mm-hmm. Or in that moment. Mm-hmm. Save. Don't overindulge. Yeah. So in Proverbs twenty one twenty in ESV it says, Precious treasure and oil are in a man a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. So when you overindulge, you become like the foolish man devouring and honestly. I kind of think of it like a wild animal, like a lion. 
when they devour something, it's just left in pieces. And it's not really taken care of. It's just kind of tattered. Something that's tattered and messed up. Where, in comparison, the wise man, he took care of what he was given and what he considered treasure or valuable. Oil was very valuable back then. It's still valuable, but not in the same way Mm -hmm. as it was then. So oil and precious treasure, things of value, considered of value, were taken care of and it wasn't destroyed. And we can find that, especially with how we view money. Mm -hmm. We really think about the value of things we should be thinking about the value of things especially when it comes to money and sometimes that means we take the time to save more than indulge we take the time to make sure we're in the right spot as much as we can financially i understand life happens so you can't always be prepared for every single little thing but you're more prepared and ready for it than when you're just being impulsive (laughs) and indulging, overindulging. And you might not be able to get that Tesla you want. Oof. Teslas, that's that's a hefty price. To go along with, like, just the value look of it to even further Proverbs 2120, I remember in one of my youth ministry classes, we were talking about where we can measure what we value. And that's what you put time into and money into. Mm. That's definitely, you can definitely tell what the treasure is, what's valuable compared to what is just devoured and kind of thrown away. That can even be a way to look at it. Yeah. So even going from there, looking at what is treasured and valuable, a big part of money and what we view as valuable is this thing called 10%. Yeah, that's also tithing and offerings. Yeah, that is tithing and offerings. Tithing is the 10% and offerings is going above and beyond that 10%. It's the in the abundance, which there's one passage that kind of goes into this. It's an example in Luke 21. You can find this in, I believe, any of the Gospels. Some of them, like Mark, it's a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. so it gives some more detail. But this is talking in Luke 21 about the widow's offering. It says, Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. And he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. And he said, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. Mm. This kind of also goes, when speaking on tithes and offerings, another part of the Bible that really connects to the story of the poor widow is Leviticus 27.30. It says, Every tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the trees is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. That being said, like you were saying earlier, everything belongs to the Lord. And I think viewing that, not just in money, not just tithes and offering, I think looking at this and the example of the widow, I've heard this said, I don't know if it was in a sermon or where I heard this, but I've heard this a few different places. 
tithing isn't just the 10% that you give monetarily. It's also the 10% you give of your life and yourself. So all of that is 10%. Giving your life, like 10% of your life, doesn't mean you shouldn't, you don't have to give 10% of your money. You should still Mm -hmm. do that. Giving our life is part of everything that God, that belongs to God. So we should also give 10% of that. And I believe looking, thinking about that and looking at the widow, she gave everything she had Mm -hmm. and more. She gave the offering as well, which is the abundance, which it may not have looked like abundance Mm -hmm. in the world's eye, but Mm -hmm. it was abundance because in God's eyes, because she was giving to the utmost extension that she could. Yeah. And I, I really I really like the story of the widow's offering. Because when you when you take a step back and you look at that, you know, she she gave all she had. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was the Lord's to begin with. Yeah. Because he provided it for her. Yeah. So out of humility and surrender, she mm-hmm. said, Lord, I give it to you. In comparison, those rich men, though they could give out of the abundance, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was done with greed and pride yeah kind of be like oh look at what i did type of thing i think the last thing that i want to cover is how debt is never good Mm. nope (laughs) (laughs) though jesus paid it all not monetary debt nope he paid for sin sin and saved me from death so I actually have a story, a little, oh. well, just a little bit of a story. Okay. Um, so I have, I have this friend. It, is this friend you? Uh, no. Oh, no. Because you know how sometimes people are like, oh, I have this friend, and it's mm. actually them. That's usually done with relationship advice, though. Well. Mm, sometimes. Sometimes. So I have this friend. No, I actually, I actually have this friend. <laughs> okay. Um, let me start off by saying this. You know how you have to pay for college classes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you fail them, you have to take them over again, which means you have to pay for them yeah. all over again. May or may not have had to do that a few it's times. That's okay. It happens. It does it's happen. Life. It is life. Um, but I have this friend. He's done this quite a bit, and his quote is, just keep swiping. Oh, no. No. Don't take his advice. Oh, my gosh. Don't take his advice. Let me say, it's good to have a credit card, but please do not get a credit card if you know that you can't pay off that money. Facts. Like, this this is not a, that card is not a freebie. It's essentially a tab. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay that money eventually. Yeah. Listen, we're not saying don't get a credit card. Right. Because you do need to build up your credit to, you know, buy a house. A car. Buy a car. And do those things without, like, getting loans. Or sometimes you Mm -hmm. do actually need to build up credit if you need to get a loan for some reason. That way it keeps you accountable. Also, actually, very interesting thing. To not go in debt is actually very important, not just for, like, money and savings and regular life. I mean, this is a life example, especially for those of us going into ministry. 
Mm. In one of my classes, we were talking about being stewards. And one of the ways we had to be a steward is with our money, actually. And sometimes churches will ask for some type of bank statement or something to see how you are with your money. Because that is a way to see stewardship. But that is also a way to see if you're not stewarding money or anything else, being a steward in any other part of your life, how are you going to be able to be a steward in the church Mm. with the people, with what you're doing, with what you're given, including the money that you may have to handle? Yeah, that's good. And like, if you can't steward that money, what example are you setting Yeah, for the congregation? Exactly. And this doesn't mean you can't ever be in debt. Because there's this thing called student loan debt, okay? Or student mortgage. loan debt. Or, yeah, or, or a mortgage. mortgage. That's true. So it's not that you're not ever going to be hired for something. Yeah. It just shows even when you're in debt, are you still a steward? Yeah. So as we wrap this up, remember, everything, money or not money, belongs to God. It is. Everything belongs to God. And your treasure is found in heaven. It is not found in whatever you buy or whatever is on the earth. Though there may be things valuable here on the earth, it is not your eternal treasure. On top of that, try not to overindulge. Yeah. <laughs> save, save, save. Save, save, save. And Use those coupons. Mm, coupons. Gift cards. Ooh. <laughs> there you save go. them up from Christmas from Christmas. Mm, mm. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, nice. Free now, money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that with a credit card, though. Don't. Don't, Don't do, do that. that with a credit card. Mm-mm. And try not to get into debt as much as you can. I understand life happens, yeah. but don't put yourself there on purpose. Mm. Well, as we finish up and head on out, be sure to share this with your friends if you've been liking our episodes and what we've been talking about. And hopefully sometime in the future, maybe we'll be able to hear from you and not just you hearing us. Absolutely. (laughs) Relationships aren't a one-way street. That is very true, which we'll get into that a little bit more down the road, maybe. future episode i mean future episode maybe stay tuned thank you for tuning in we'll see you next week of course have a good one bye bye